doctor, lawyer, chef. And I'm like, see? Like, <laughs> it's, all, it's on the list. I get a dishwashing job at 14, and this is it. I'm going to just start off with, um, you know, what's your position? Where are you located at? Uh, executive chef. I'm located in Joshua, Texas. Nice. At, at La Mesa Mesquite Grill. La Mesa Mesquite Grill. And that's, where'd you say that is in Texas? Joshua, Texas. Joshua, it's, Texas. It's about 30 miles south of Fort Worth, roughly. Okay. Okay, nice. So you're about an hour behind me. Is it? Is it starting to, do you guys have like a season down there? Like, so our season is, is in the opposite of everybody else's, I feel like. Our busy season is at the end, in the, like the winter time mm-hmm. to where everybody else is like in the, in the summer. Ours hits, hits in the summer, but okay. it's it's sporadic in the spring and the winter. Okay, yeah. Anything anywhere hot, I feel like people are gonna try to at least you know vacation and get out of the bitter cold. Oh yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So how long have you been there? How long have you been in the area? At your restaurant? Uh, at this restaurant, we uh, I helped open it. Um, awesome. I've been here. Next month will be a year and a half. Okay. So. I mean, everything's going great. Business is successful. Perfect. You're, you're probably running into the same thing everybody else is, you know, help and, you know, oh, yeah. all that kind uh, of thing. I, I think that's pretty universal. Everybody wants to say it's it's only in their area, but yeah, after talking with a lot them. of people, no, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere, brother. I mean, <laughs> I, I got friends in Washington and California mm-hmm. that are like, man, I'm short stuff. Yeah, brother, it's the whole industry. It is, you know, and and I don't even think it's our industry alone. I just think it's in general. I think, you know, people not wanting to work is like a, it's something that's been happening forever. So I try not to get too caught up in it because I I saw this thing on Facebook. It was like clips from newspapers from even like the 1930s, like all the way up. It's like people don't want to work. People don't want to work. And it's like, okay, so this has been going on for a while. Yeah, this is a common trend with (laughs) humans. Right. (laughs) So now I'm like, okay, so now that I know it's not just my area, I'm not going to (laughs) blame anybody. I just know it's it's a part of running a kitchen or it's part of running a business. It's just something I'm going to have to deal with and it's nobody's fault. I was taught when I was coming up that as a chef, you have to uh, pretty much be Mr. Fix-It, Mr. Handyman. Be able yeah, to yeah. handle everything. Something breaks, you got to fix it and be multiple able to hats. take care of the line and everything. Yep, multiple hats. And I, I got the same thing. You know, I was the dishwasher and they're th- showing me how to like change the thermocouple and the, and the fryer. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm 15. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> ready for this stuff yet. But that's awesome. So, what, you know, you've been there for a year and a half. What constitutes like a perfect day for you, even though they're, they're very far and few between i always like asking Um, all the chefs what a perfect day looks like when they show up what's what's the sequence of events for me i i like i like the busyness of it uh i'm happy with like a three hour wait you know (laughs) people standing outside and just a smooth night everything's running accordingly yeah yeah people all show up for work oh yeah preps getting done (laughs) Yeah, we're ahead, not behind. Yep. And you know what? That's been the common trend, you know, and I've said it in another one of my podcasts too. I've I've asked, you know, probably five or six people so far. All of them, it's they want busy, they don't want it slow, they don't want to be staring at the clock, they want to be doing something, you know. And yeah. I th- I think it's a really common trait amongst chefs. 
because not a lot of people in general are like that to where they want to actually have shit to do. <laughs> but right. for us, we're like, oh, God, I hope it's busy. We can just slam it out. And My you know. ADD kind of helps a little bit too, you know? Yep. Yep, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm 100% for that. <laughs> um, what about like a worst day? Do you have like any worst days, any stories, or could you describe a worst day for us? Or how would um, that work? I'd- Probably the worst day I've really experienced here is, uh, and it really wasn't anything like restaurant wise on our side. It was more mm-hmm. customers, customer problem. I had, oh, right. uh, some guests leaving and they tripped and dropped ranch and it went all over this elderly lady's husband and she proceeded to call the cops for ranch. Yeah, for for an attack of ranch. Shut up! <laughs> I swear, man. So what happened? She, did the cops show up? Was she the cops showed up and pretty much told her that there's really nothing we can do. <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> oh, I mean, what did the what was the outcome even be like? What did she want the cop to do? I, I don't know whether she assault? was trying to get them to get her a refund or something. I don't know. But oh my god. She was she was upset that I mean it, it literally just went like from his shoulder about mid chest and that was it. <laughs> and she thought like somebody had beat him up. Oh my god. How was he though? Was he was he... Oh he was he was totally okay with it. He was laughing right. about it. Yeah, he's like, Oh, this isn't a big deal. Maybe you shouldn't call the cops, sweetie. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, I've been doused. I've been, so I, the only chain I worked for ever was, um, was the Miller's ale house. I don't know if you guys have them over there, mm-hmm. but it's, um, they have like this huge, like huge walk-in. I mean, the thing's like 15 feet high. It's crazy. But the, the dressings, the guys always like unscrewed a little bit and like popped it open and then didn't undo the whole thing. But just so you can like poured into the squeeze bottle right and i was pulling one off like over over my head and i'm trying to be lazy and i'm trying to just do it like over my head up there (laughs) and i had the whole like a green goddess dressing just doused me from like head to toe oh it was oh man i smelled like garlic and parsley for the whole day i was like all oily like no amount of soap or anything could get it taken off right you know it's just crazy i mean i got a new shirt they were pretty stingy about giving shirts out but they did give me a new shirt that day (laughs) You know, so it's it's crazy. And this guy got like a four ounce little tub of ranch on him and he had to, you know, go to the oh, ER. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She thought he was uh, assaulted. Yeah. No, I mean, it's he was more of a ranched. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ranch. You nice. have been sauced, sir. <laughs> right. So what do you have any future plans? Are you, you are you happy where you're at right now? Do you like um, you, know, you like your spot? That's a good question, brother. I am actually at. In January, I will okay. be leaving restaurants for good. Oh, shit. Okay. And uh, large caterings as well. I'm going to go full-time into private chef gigs. And okay. my goal, my long-term goal is about a year and a half to two years, no later, be on a yacht cooking. Yeah. Yeah. No, you will you definitely can. There's the business out there. I mean, it does get a little monotonous. I, I'm down here in Southwest Florida, and you know, there's a lot of money down here. Um, you know, I do catering now. I was in restaurants forever, but I've cooked on many boats, many yachts, and it, it's cool, you know. But you, you're still gonna want that action. I promise you. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, 
I've been doing this almost uh, coming up on 30 years, roughly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's just grinding out in the restaurants, man, that I've yep. missed so much. I need that freedom of life. Like I totally get it. I totally, I'm 42. I, mean, that, I got four grandkids now. So. Oh, shoot. Well, congratulations yeah. on that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, I mean, I totally get it from that standpoint. At some point in time, we got to stop the grind and we got to figure out a different way. Right. Um, you know, I've known forever that I'm just not going to be able to sit and cook on a line for 30 years. It just breaks everything down. And, you know, oh, yeah. it's a, it's a like, part of it, but. The, the carpal tunnels getting oh, to yeah. me, man. The bone oh, spurs, yeah. the, the lifting stuff constantly. Oh, um, yeah. Back in 2017, I had two heart attacks while working Holy on, on a shift. Two, two, yeah. two? It was on a Friday night. I don't know if y'all have got uh, Abuelo's Mexican food restaurant out there. Uh-uh. Well, I was working at Abuelo's, and it was like a busy Friday night, and had a heart attack on the line and didn't no even know it. Didn't uh, even? How, you know the you green wire racks? Yep. I was pushing my spine up against those all night so I could breathe and didn't just thought I was having back pain and chest pain right? and left like closed down everything left work, hit my exit ramp to, to go home and had another one. No and way. when I went into the hospital, they said I had two major heart attacks due to stress. Holy shit, man. And that's, that's, crazy. that's another reason I'm trying to get out of this man is like mm-hmm. more freedom for that. Yeah. No, I totally get it. I mean, to, to secure yourself in a position where it's not so, I mean, it, the whole, the whole job's labor intensive and the whole job is, has some sort of mental stress on it, but how much you can do and how you can organize it yourself is totally different when you're working for yourself or you're Absolutely. working for a company that gives you the time. Right. You know, I, I think I graduate or gravitated towards catering after being in restaurants for like 12 years, because I still get that you know, rush feeling that crazy, but it's different. I'm not having tickets spit out at me. I'm not having customers getting all pissed off every single night or not or whatever. I mean, it still happens, but at least with catering, I know what's ahead of me. I know if my week's going to be busy. I know it's a little more personal. It's just different. That's what I like about it. You know, you're actually more personal with your client. Of course you're right there in front of them. You're not stuck behind, you know, in a kitchen somewhere and then, Right. You know, relying on your servers and stuff. And you still do in catering, but, you know, it's just different. You know, four or five days a week, I'm going home by five or six. I'm not going right. home at 10. Right. You know, and the only times I go home at 10 is like when we have a late event. But it's, again, when people are finished eating around seven or eight, whether it's a 20 person party or 300, you know, I can send my chefs home or I can go home or whatever. It's not. 10 to 10 every single day or 11 to 11 every single day. And you're not getting home till midnight. It's just right. a different kind of stress. And I, I, I think that's what, why I like catering so much. It's, I, I do miss the line a little bit, but I just know it's not sustainable forever. Right. And I, I did caterings for a while. Um, right. I used to do caterings for the national guard all over the U S. Oh, crazy. And yeah. it was, that was a rush, man. Like that, <laughs> that's, that's a rush. Like, it's different than the line. Like it's different doing though, it for right? the government. Cause yeah. I would bid out jobs like six to nine months Crazy. and they would wait till it was like 
three or four days, five days before the job and then be like, okay, go. Oh my God. Yeah. I got, yeah. It, it was always in some, some little podunk town that didn't have any, like Walmart is the closest thing and it's like two hour drive. You know what I mean? And right. you're cooking for like 450 per, per meal. Oh, yeah. So how do you, how do you get involved in that? Do you have to go through like an organization or do you have to go through like, how do you get? I actually had a those? business partner who was already deeply involved in that and he kind of turned me onto it. Okay. And I got out of it strictly for the fact that it just took too long to get paid. Oh like, my God. Yeah. Government is net net 30. Oh, so you do it, you pay for everything, all your staff has to get paid, whatever, and yep. you still got to wait a month for your for your check. Yep. Yeah, that's brutal. And they tell you, oh, well, it could be the, the next day, but usually it ends up being closer to the 30. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not like they don't have the money either, right? Right. <laughs> and, then, I mean, that's another thing, like, you know, trying to uh, tell your staff, like, hey, you know, going to be a little longer or right hey i got you now um yeah i don't know when the next job is i mean it's yeah i I hit that with catering a lot yeah but they would just they would like let you know you had the job like super late and you're having to find somewhere to cook off-site somewhere and you said it was 300 people plus yeah i mean oh my god it, it varied i mean and you you could be there for two weeks at a time a month Holy I've done uh, as little as 27 people per meal and all the way up to 1,500 per meal. Holy cow. That's insane. Yeah, 1,500 was uh, it was pretty nuts. It was fun, but it was nuts. Yeah, and then you have to, again, if they're telling you less than a week out, you have to basically do magic and yeah. like figure it yeah. out. And, you know, that I couldn't, I don't operate like that. I mean, as far as I learned it very on when I was starting the catering company that, you know, they need to be booked out and I, and they have to have deposits in by a certain time right? or else I'm not even going to put them on the calendar, you know? And see, that's, that's kind of how like the, that was the only saving grace for me was my financial partner was, he's like, all right, I got you on, I'll cover all the expenses for, right. you know, flying people out, uh, right. Airbnbs, wherever right. we're going to cook all the food that's wild i was like awesome <laughs> that's wild yeah i mean so peter in the group he's doing some stuff like that where he's flying people all over you yeah know? and that's that's pretty wild you know i i've met him down here in uh, southwest florida and i had one of my guys go help because we like i said we in the in the summertime we just dead we're slow completely so it hurts me a little bit too because i don't like seeing my staff you know struggle or anything right so he actually helped me out a little bit and threw my guy a week of work down here and that's cool uh, yeah it was it was actually pretty cool you know yeah it wasn't I'm gonna, anything crazy but i'm gonna be working with them yeah you should January. i mean it's just just to see what it's about i think his idea is really good i think yeah. there's a market for it and if he can do it organized and right i, I don't see an issue at all no it. and especially for people that like for instance, I moved down. I grew up in North Idaho. I, I moved down here you know, ten, a little over ten years ago. But it would have been awesome at that time in my life to be able to jump on something like that and go work somewhere for a week or two to see if I oh, even yeah. liked it. You know, man, this is uh, it's kind of perfect for me. Uh, like I said, I've got uh, four grandkids, so finally mm-hmm. my kids are out of the house. They got their own kids. My wife is okay with me traveling. So right. I plan to like 
go experience the full nine yards of culinary. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, and if if that's an opportunity that you can't, I mean, even just going into somebody else's restaurant, once you, so once you get past like that arrogant stage of cooking that we all do, yeah. you know, um, just going and working in someone else's restaurant for a few days is like, oh, you do that here, oh, that's cool, oh, you do that here, you know what I mean? Right. So it's, I, I think it's it's a good opportunity for lots of people, especially people that are trying to like learn other stuff. You're not going to take all positive things from every restaurant but you're gonna take something right you know and i i think it's really cool i think he's got a good idea going for him and um you know yeah i I wish i had this opportunity years and years ago right right i mean because when you're in the leadership roles and you're you know sous chef or head chef or owner or whatever you're learning the, the the ability to learn you have to go out and seek it and do it yourself Right. Versus it's right. just normal when you're a line cook and you're working at different places, you're learning all this stuff from different places, you know, new recipes, the chef's bringing you new stuff to do, new prep, the chef's bringing you new stuff to do. But once you're in the chef's position, you're like, okay, I'm doing a bunch of stuff that I already know how to do and I get stuck in this repetitive right. thing and I'm not bringing any more knowledge in and I'm like, oh shit, I need to figure that out. Oh man, I'm a, I'm ridiculous. I, I try and be a sponge. Uh, you're right. Probably about nine years ago, I had a uh, a sheet tray full mm-hmm. of sautéed mushrooms hit me mm-hmm. like right here. No way! It gave How me a hundred a hundred percent culinary amnesia. No, come on! I, I had no idea how to fry an egg. No, come on! Swear until I actually touched the pan and like somebody would be trying to teach me, and I'd touch the pan and it was just like a flood of knowledge. Like, oh wow, I can cook all these eggs now. That's wild. I'm sorry, I don't mean it to laugh. It was crazy, man. I don't mean to laugh, but like I, that's, I don't know another expression to make. That's I've never. Oh no, laugh, mean, bro. It, it's it was a journey. Well, but, what do you mean you got hit with it? Did somebody throw it? Did it fall off something? No, uh, the wonderful stack on top of a speed rack. Uh huh. Oh, it was on the speed rack. It, was it wasn't on, in it. Yeah, it was on top of it. <laughs> like, I didn't even like, touch yeah. the speed rack. I leaned over to look look for something on my station and next thing i know i'm on the ground like wow that hurt no way yeah that was uh i was working at del frisco's grill in uh south lake texas okay yeah there's there's a restaurant out in texas i I can't remember what it's called it's it starts with like a ch i want to say it's like a japanese place he's all you know i think it's a german guy that does sushi there um ichi or uchi it's called uchi uh, i think uchi? uchi yeah I think yeah i got a, somebody gave me a cookbook like five years ago and they're in texas somewhere and the garnishes in his book are insane like this wow. i haven't really read all the other thing but the gar his whole philosophy is you know creating the perfect bite and i'm like oh, right that's pretty sweet you know I, just one bite i'm kind of i can understand that mm-hmm. i do that a lot with flavor like i don't i don't look at it as like uh cream and tomato i look at it as a ph and an acid oh yeah yeah you can go you can dive a little deep into that if you get too much into yeah it, you know yeah um but hey we're at about 20 minutes i want to try to get all this stuff in there uh where can we find you do you want to let anybody know where you're at you have any stories or something you want to tell us uh, uh how do you want to close this thing out i will be located in 
probably Miami, Florida come January. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And then, and Peter's a perfect person for Miami. He, that's his hood. Yeah. Reach, reach out to him like personally, like just send him a message. Um, you know, he's over there way more over here. I'm about two hours away on the other coast. So, okay. Um, but that's awesome. We'll, we'll let everybody know that. Um, and it was really awesome having you on here. Uh, I want to do this again for sure. So just look out or you can reach out too. And you know, if in okay. a couple months, something happens, say, Hey, I got this stuff going on. You know, it'd be really cool to get on the podcast again. I'm, I'm all for it. This is, I like talking to other chefs, you know, like uh, I, I dig you know? it too. I dig <laughs> you know? the networking. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you being here and uh, have a great rest of your day and go kill it. All right. You too, brother. Thanks. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening to the Saber Food Podcast. We really enjoyed talking to all of you. Have a great day and go kill it. <laughs>